What's up everybody? My name is Sosa and I'm going to be doing book reviews, mindset, spirituality, podcasting, all kinds of videos because I got a lot of interests. And a book that I just finished is called Walden. Walden and Civil Disobedience. Haven't read the last part. Okay. Just Walden. Let's just talk about Walden. It's definitely a book out of the ordinary because I'm used to reading things like David Goggins, Can't Hurt Me, review coming soon on that one. Things like Atomic Habits, Think and Grow Rich, different books that you can see here. I'll be going through all of them. I absolutely love reading and love what it's done to me personally. Allows me to tap into their expertise People who have dedicated their whole life to a certain subject and we get to read it in a simple book. It's allowed me to have a successful relationship, personal relationship with myself, high self-esteem, finances, health, wealth, love, happiness, all the good things that we want, right? People who read will be clicking on this video. People who don't read, probably not really. But the power of books is known by a few people. It's crazy that if you want to really hide a message and keep a certain population away from it, just put it in a book. And books are extremely powerful for those who know what I'm talking about. There's an incredible list from Mortimer Adler that put together the top 100 books to read in your lifetime. They're all books on philosophy and psychology and some of the best thinkers of the world. You're talking about meditations from Marcus Aurelius to Plato to Aristotle to Thoreau, many different kinds, and it totally is above my reading level. I hadn't always been the best reader, so I am challenging myself to read books that are much harder. This is one of them. This is one of those books that really was challenging. I realized to get through books this hard, I have to put on my headphones and audible through them. I follow along at two times the speed. No, it's not too fast. You can definitely retain it. And I pause and I really digest the things that really stuck out to me. Here are a few of those things that really stuck out from this book, Walden. By the way, the reason why I read this book, I first heard about it through Tim Ferriss, talked a lot about it on his four hour work week book. It was one of the books that he carried with him on his first nomadic journey, his first sabbatical year. And I wanted to know why. Tim Ferriss really is a, a cutting edge thought leader. Allowed me and my wife to travel the world. Just really blew my mind away and helped me overcome some fears that I had about leaving the country. So I knew that this was going to be a book that I had to read eventually. And to me, it's about slow, intentional living. I like to, I'm a psychonaut, I like to trip and for those of you who have stared and contemplated on a blade of grass or a flower or a painting or a photo or yourself staring at yourself in the mirror, being awestruck and in total presence, that's this kind of guy. He would, here's a guy who built his own house in the woods. He's a genius of a guy, philosopher, writer, and he really wanted to soak up living, intentional living. It's almost like the ultimate dopamine fast, right? 
you're looking at the 1800s and there's no distractions of any kind. And he's having the time of his life just living in nature in a cabin by himself in the woods. Pretty remarkable. Here's some awesome quotes behind it. The millions are awake enough for physical labor, but only one in a million is awake enough for effective intellectual exertion. And only one in hundreds of millions to a poetic or divine life. To be awake is to be alive. We must learn to reawaken and keep ourselves awake, not by mechanical aids. I know of no more encouraging fact than the unquestionable ability of a man to elevate life by a conscious endeavor. It is something to be able to paint a particular picture or to carve a statue and to make a few objects beautiful. But it is far more glorious to carve and paint the very atmosphere medium through which we look. The effect, they affect the quality of the day, that is the highest of arts. To a philosopher, all news, as it is called, gossip, and they who edit and read it are old women over their tea. I had this advantage, at least in a mode of life, over those who were obliged to look abroad for amusement to society and the theater that my life itself was become my amusement and never ceased to be novel. I love to be alone. I never found the companion that was so companionable as solitude. I am convinced that if all men were to live as simply as I, then thieving and robbery would be unowned. Retake on that one. I'm convinced that if all men were to live as simply as I, then thieving and robbery would be unknown. These take place only in communities where some have got more than is sufficient, while others have not enough. There are a thousand hacking at the branches of evil to one who is striking at the root. For my greatest skill has been to want but little. Shall we forever resign the pleasure of construction to the carpenter? What does architecture amount to in the experience of the mass of men? I never in all my walks come across a man engaged in so simple and natural an occupation as building his house. We belong to the community. Where is the division of labor to end? And what object does it finally serve? No doubt another may also think for my, but no doubt Another may also think for me, but it is not therefore desirable that he should do so to the exclusion of my thinking for myself. We now no longer camp as for a night, but have settled down on earth and forgotten heaven. The mass of men lead lives of quiet desperation. So much for a blind obedience to a blundering oracle throwing the stones over their head behind them and not seeing where they fell, most men, even in this comparatively free country, through more ignorance and mistake, are so occupied by the factitious care and superfluous coarse labors of life that its finer fruits cannot be plucked by them. Their fingers from excessive toil are too clumsy and tremble too much for that. 
Actually, the laboring man has not leisure for a true integrity. Day by day, he cannot afford to sustain the manliest relations to men. His labor who would depreciate it in the market. He has no time to be anything but a machine. How can he remember well his ignorance, which it, which his growth requires? I went to the woods because I wished to live deliberately, to front only essential facts of life and see if I could not learn what it had to teach, and not, when I came to die, discover that I had not lived. I did not wish to live what was not life. Living is so dear, nor did I wish to practice resignation unless it was quite necessary. I wanted to live deep and suck all the marrow of life. See, Walden is a book by Henry David Thoreau. It was his two-year experiment living simply and independently by Walden Pond near Concord, Massachusetts. He built his small cabin in land owned by his friend Walf Waldo Emerson and grew his own food, did odd jobs, read books, observed nature. He reflected on various topics such as the economy, society, solitude, spirituality, and civil disobedience. He's a deep thinker. And it was refreshing to read. To want to be out in nature more. To live simple. And to suck deeply the marrow of this life. Or you only live once. Make the most out of it. So overall... I give the readability a one, being the most challenging. Entertainment, a one or two. Practicality and usefulness, eight or nine. Practicality and usefulness, honestly, actually, it's probably a seven. If you like this book review, if you like me, or if you like anything, subscribe to the channel, hit the like button, turn the bell notifications on. I'll catch you guys in the next video.